0: Hey guys, gals, non-binary pals, welcome back to my podcast, and today we are going to be doing episode 6 of James and Pals. Now, today we do not have a pal, but we have some good old Christmas conspiracy theories that I thought I would share. I found these on Reddit, not a big deal, don't take them to heart, I thought it would be cool if I could share them. I have two really in-detail theories that I haven't really read to the fullest point because I want to react and give my personal opinion while you're watching this. So if you're new around here, please make sure to subscribe to my channel. My name is James, it would mean a lot to me, and if you're watching slash I guess if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you listen to your podcasts, please make sure to leave a follow and go check out my YouTube channel, James Jackson, because this podcast is on video form. So whatever floats your boat, go check it out, let's do this. So. First off, I want to share a Home Alone theory that I found on Reddit, once again, not a big deal, and I thought that this is really interesting. So, Home Alone, so this is about Gus, who is in the second film, Um, and, or wait, (laughs) so this is about Gus, and this is from Home Alone, and the whole theory is that he is the devil. Now, I thought that this was interesting, this is from the first movie, and I guess, let's begin. So, this person said during a Christmas movie marathon. I started watching home alone This movie is filled with great memories and scenes But one thing that I think has been overlooked is that Kate McCallister actually Sold her soul to get home to Chicago now fun fact y'all I'm actually from Chicago, but I live in Canada so let's begin so first let's point out the scene um, that I can't show you because most of you will be likely listening to this on audio form, but basically it's when Kate McAllister is actually at the airport trying to get home to her son because, well, there's no more plane tickets on Christmas Eve. Gus approaches Kate McAllister. That is the scene we are talking about today, and let's continue. So so this is around, um, so she says that I would even sell my soul to the devil himself, referring to wanting to get home to her child. And then we see Gus take out the note, takes his notice to Kate and approaches her for the airline rep can do anything else to stop her. So, here we go, and so what the person believes here is that he is actually the devil. And let's dig into that evidence right now. So, so this is at the Scranton Airport, and more specifically, this is in a crossroad located airport. So, if you're watching this on video, I'll insert a picture, and if you're not, basically a crossroad is just when two things are lining up in an X, which makes them cross together. Let's begin. (laughs) So, basically, this means that in, sort of, terms, a devil can exchange for an offering here. So, this offering would definitely be that Kate McAllister could get home to her son before Christmas. So, let's continue. Um, so, Gus offers Kate a ride to Chicago, and so this is what willing she was referring to willing to sell her soul for. She agrees, essentially selling her soul. Now, in this moment, Gus smiles and points to her out to her friends, out to his friends who are by the van, showing her that he is holding the side of the deal since she already put up her side, already agreeing to sell her soul. And it is here where she says yes in the next scene, Is what we and this is what we see. In fact, that she accepted the ride. Now, one of the other pieces of evidence is that um, Gus has a choice of instrument, which is not a fiddle. Um, It is obviously his. So, basically, a fiddle. Here is someone was researching and finding out that in the Bible terms, a fiddle and just like wood term, woodworking uh, instruments are. Considered to be used by the devil. So that's for some context. So um, it's not as obvious, but it's obviously just he's still playing a woodwind instrument. And the references in the Bibles are that it's created and favorited by the devil. And um, yeah, so basically, the whole to summarize that confusing paragraph, it's basically just coming to terms with the idea that possibly in order for Kate McAllister to get home, she had to sell her soul to get home in time to see Kevin. Now, this is a silly theory, I know. I thought it was like, one of the most interesting ones out of all of them because it's so hard to create a theory out of something that we're not 100% sure on, but that's how the idea of a theory comes along. So, I think, personally, after reading that fully through, um, it makes sense. I think the person was on the right track with things because they have a lot of evidence But I think that it was just a purely intended movie. But that being said, I think it's interesting to see what different perspectives can hold. And I totally am here for the idea of Kate McAllister selling her soul in order to get home to Kevin in time. But we might be looking too far into things as opposed to maybe it's just a well-intended movie, very likely. But I think it's interesting to think about the whole the crossroads things is when the devil will show up and deliver in exchange for an offering. So I'll insert the picture of the crossroads once again, and if you're on audio, it's just two roads connecting in an X. And um, basically, I thought that this was a really strong piece of evidence evidence because we're connecting the two, which definitely helps us out a lot. So I think that this one was silly, but it made us think a little bit about the fact that possibly Kate McAllister sold her soul to the devil in order to get home to Kevin in time. Now, this is the first one. Please let me know what you think in the comments below. Um, and if you're not in a comment area, please just discuss it with yourself. <laughs> All right, so this is the next one, and it's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is Donner Bastard's son. So I personally have not really seen, I mean, I know the whole story, but I'm not as well versed as Home Alone. So bear with me here. So, this is just for fun, once again, and this is based off the screenplay for 1964, um, the Christmas special. And here are some of the most important facts that I believe we should be talking about first. And, oh my goodness, I forgot to light my candle! Oh my god. Audio listeners, I am lighting a candle, and... Oh my goodness. Light. There we go. Our candle has been lit. Alright, awesome. And for the audio listeners here... I'm basically in front of a Christmas tree with a candle lit on my desk with a little Merry Christmas sign and my mic, so enjoy. All right, let's get back into the Rudolph the red Nose. Reindeer is Donner Bastard's son. So one of the pieces of evidence that they had is that Rudolph does not look like his mom or dad. Where did he get this red nose from? Shouldn't he look like his mom or dad? That, that makes sense, 100%. Now, when all the other reindeer find out about Rudolph's nose, Santa's reaction is to get mad at Rudolph's father. He says, Donner, you should be ashamed of yourself. Why should, why should Donner be ashamed of himself? That, that's interesting. Um, I don't understand why he needs to hide his nose. I think that we're all beautiful and unique. Um, so from the rejection of Rudolph is extreme, even extending to Santa and the adult reindeer coach, And the quote is, from now on, gang, we won't let Rudolph join in any reindeer games, right? We all know that classic quote. Now, along with his dad, to some extent, you could argue that this culture of the North Pole was simply to reject and exclude misfits. But Hermie the Elf wasn't rejected as extremely as Rudolph, even though he was a misfit. Now, I have not fully seen the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer 1964 Um, Christmas special. Um, I think it's been a blur. It was 10 years ago when I saw it. So this is interesting. Um, Let's continue on. So apparently Hermie was terrible at his job and was only rejected after refusing to work and support other elves at the toy making. So Rudolph, on the other hand, is great at his job and great with the religious fever. And you could even argue um, that because of this Because of Rudolph's nose, this is causing some issues that don't exactly make sense. So I think that this is some good context for um, this theory. Once again, I'm doing this with you. We're trying to figure this out as to whether or not this is actually true or not. So bear with me here. Let's try and figure this out. So an example of nature from the alienation from adults is um, refusing to let Rudolph even be seen with Clarice. Uh, Why would a red-nose inspire such hate in an adult? That's a really good question. And in the following exchange, this is their example. So Clarice, pardon me, guys, uh, goes, Papa, Clarice's dad says, you get back to your cave this instant. She goes, but I, this instant, young lady, he says, yes, sir, she replies. So this one thing I want to make very plain no doe of mine is going to be seen with a red-nosed reindeer why is this such a big deal (laughs) um the only explanation is that the red nose is a scarlet letter and rudolph a rudolph is a legitimate child and um the nose is probably just well known oh my god this is intense so jesus (laughs) um i'm going to summarize this so every adult recognizes rudolph as a son and or he just as the, the child against him. Oh my goodness. So basically to keep this as clean as possible, um, they're basically saying that the red nose is from another parent and um, that Rudolph is not acknowledged into the group because of his indifferences to the other reindeer. So that's crazy. I had no idea that people could go that deep into this, but we've got a whole lot more ground to cover. So let's continue. So whose child is he is the question. Donner's or his mom's. I say Donner's shame at his son, and Santa's anger at Donner is evidence that, Donner, that it's Donner's legitimate child. Rudolph's nose is a constant reminder of his own infidentity. Oh my goodness. Why do I think it isn't his mom's legitimate child? Because, aside from Santa's anger at Donald, no Rudolph's mom uh, says, well, we'll simply have to overlook it after Rudolph's birth. It seems Rudolph's mom is good at overlooking the imperfections of others, including her husband's. So, um, the whole thing here has to do with possible prostitution. Um, which, this is crazy because I obviously wanted to see this for myself and I wanted to look into this while we're reading this. And this is, like, going surprisingly so much deeper than I thought it was gonna go. Um, we still got a lot more ground to cover with this, and then I will give my final thoughts on whether or not this is actually, like, a real thing. So far, I think that this is, there's a lot of evidence built up, and possibly, um, possibly I think that it's overlooked, um, but we'll see, we'll see what's, what's going on. Okay, so, um, all right. Let's continue. When Rudolph runs away with Hermie, uh, Donner refuses to let his wife go, saying, "This is man's work. Rudolph is his handiwork, his child, and a result of his actions." This makes me think it's probably uh, another. It's probably another woman who got pregnant with Donner's child. Donner's guilt and sense of responsibility makes him want to rescue Rudolph. If it isn't it, it wasn't his son. Donner would have a known it wasn't his son because of the nose, and there would be. Uh, Not a care as much about what Rudolph does and says. So the only person who refers to Mrs. Donner as Rudolph's mom is Rudolph. Okay, that's some good evidence right there. The narrator only refers to her as Mrs. Donner. Whoa, okay, wait, I completely overlooked this. So that actually makes a lot of sense as to whether or not Rudolph is like actually related because if the narrator could have been like Rudolph's mom then it would have made sense. But that yeah, that's a good thing to note. Um, so the following lines, uh, Donner being Rudolph's son. It was springtime and Santa led reindeer. Donner had just become a proud papa. Now you can bet old Donner felt pretty bad about the way he had treated Rudolph. And he knew that the only thing to do was to go out and look for his little buck. Wow, um, that's a really sweet quote. <laughs> And I think that this is actually, compared to the home alone theory, I think that this makes a lot more sense. So let's continue. Donner claims to value self-respect, but doesn't in, uh, instill any in Rudolph, instead choosing shame and hiding. That's, that's a good point. Why would a red nose prevent Rudolph from being, being proud of who he is and not having self-respect? If A, Rudolph was a product of a sin, Ooh. (laughs) And B, Donner was talking about himself. Hiding Rudolph's nose is a way of hiding evidence of his sin from the world and maintaining his self respect. Oh my god, this is so well thought out. That's why he says to Rudolph, after he hides his nose with Mud, that there are more important things than comfort, self respect. Wow. Okay, so this is like a lot of evidence that Donner that Rudolph is Donner's legitimate child and This is, like, there's a lot of religious um, context here, so possibly um, this has to do with, like, you know, this is an old movie, so to be correct nowadays, we wouldn't possibly think fully like this, but um, then again, this movie is from the 60s, so there could have been some injustice on certain perspectives just because of the time frame that this was made. And obviously, I'm not like a full-on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer stan, I'm obviously just trying to read this and figure it out for myself, but um, I think that this is like this- so this story, at the time it was made, was not really about accept- at at the time, acceptance and tolerance for those who are different were not as majorly accepted, And we still have a lot of work to do nowadays, and we are currently slowly working, in my opinion, to work towards a better environment for every single community. And um, so an important story about um, acceptance and tolerance for those who are different is something that this person said um, regarding the the movie, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So I think that as much as this person went deep dive into all of this, I think it's interesting to look at the perspectives of things, because possibly this movie could have been made to show children that it's okay to be different, even if you have a red nose. And um, yeah, it's the person who did all of this thought clearly cares a lot more than I do, so I'm not going to disvalue that at any point, because clearly they seem to be very invested in this. But comparing the two theories, I definitely believe in this one a whole lot more. Because, once again, it's the 60s and um, things were a lot more, like, serious when it comes to indifferences back then. So I think that this is interesting to think about considering how much thought clearly went into this and how deep they looked into this. So if you want to hear my opinion, I obviously would need to rewatch the movies and see if I fully agree with this. But as of right now, and my opinion can change, as of right now, I understand where this is coming from, a lot more than the Home Alone theory. So, as a summary, do we think that Rudolph is just the product of Donner and another woman, or do we think that Donner and Donner's wife um, are the parents? So, in my opinion, I think that the other story that we were just looking into of Don- Mrs. Donner not being Rudolph's son makes a lot of sense. So, I guess that pretty much wraps up the entire theory here and um, if you enjoyed this please let me know and let me know which one you believe in more once again I am not degrading the home alone theory I think that if you believe in that good on you because let's have a little bit of some fun with things totally there for you um once again thank you so much for watching this if you stayed to the end thank you so much for sharing with a friend if you did it would mean a lot to me Um, just to wrap it up my name is James, I am 15, I use he, him pronouns, and um, this is some Christmas conspiracies. Thank you so much for listening, um, I really, really do appreciate it, and I will see you very, very soon, and for those who do not watch my Vlogmas, I have been doing Vlogmas every day up until December 25th, go check it out. My YouTube channel is James Jackson, or if you want to put the link in, just go www. Dot youtube.com backslash jamesjackson05 my instagram is james jackson 5 underscore and that's the same as my tiktok james jackson 5 underscore and yeah thank you so much for listening and or watching if you watched thank you and if you listened thank you and yeah i hope that you're having a merry and bright holiday season and the world is filled with a lot of stresses so be easy on yourself because things are hard right now Thank you so much for listening and for watching, and I will see you very soon. And if you enjoyed this style of videos, please leave me a like, and um, maybe I'll do more short-style conspiracy podcasts. Um, Yeah, thank you so much. I'll see you very, very soon, and bye!